The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 136, recorded March 10th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the team. The other half with me today is... Michael Diaz. That's me. How are you doing, Michael? I am awesome. How are you, Joe? Here we are again in another odd... Well, no, this is our normal recording day. We've been... <laughs> Yes. He's been shifting around since the Batman and then, you know, work, vacation, whatever. But, uh, you know, I didn't think there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about this week until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, we've I mean, a lot of things have popped up. Um, so we'll, we'll get to those a little later. But uh, anything, anything cool by you? Good week? Bad week? Well, good week. I mean, it's only been, what, five days since we last recorded? So. Yeah. No. Five, six, four. Four days. Yeah. I'll get there sometime. I, I do want to mention something. Um, it's a little bit heavy in that uh Michael and I understand that there's things around the world that are happening. Um you know, with Ukraine and this and that. We're not oblivious to that. We're we're just here to uh you know, we talk about geek stuff and stuff that just is irrelevant in the real world so to speak, or it's not as important. Uh, we understand that it's, it's really just to have, take our mind away from some of those things, but we're, we're not blind to, um, the war in Ukraine and, uh, those kind of things. Uh, I didn't even talk about this with Michael. It just kind of hit me, you know, like we here, we're talking about these, uh, non-life changing events, um, for some, right. you know, these kind of geek things and there's heavy stuff going on, but we're here to hope, hopefully take, you know, lighten the load a bit. Um, uh, take your mind off some things. Uh, that's that's you know, but we're not we're not blind to what's happening. So exactly. I mean, uh, my I mean, to I mean to your point, my week has been pretty good because I haven't had to worry about uh, people shelling or blowing up my house. So right, all things considered, pretty good over here. And that's not I'm not trying to be um, insensitive to what's going on in Ukraine. It's just. Um, I recognize, and I think you do as well. I think we both recognize our privilege at this point, you know? Exactly. That's kind of what I wanted to say. Or, yeah. Because, I mean, look at right now, you and I are comfortable in our homes and here to talk about geek stuff in pretty relative comfort. Right. It's pretty, it's not pretty. It is sad that I'm worried about the Grand Inquisitor's look in the Kenobi trailer. <laughs> Right, uh, you know, and there's real shit going on. So I, I just want to kind of say that, and um, you know, call that out a bit. And there's a lot of heavy things going on, but we're we're here to kind of take some of that. I don't know, take your mind off some things. There's, you know, it seems like a very strange last four years, man. Just a lot of heavy stuff seems to keep happening, and you think there's uh, going to be some things in sight, but something else comes along. You know. Um, I'm the dummy who bought a truck and then gas goes up to 425 a gallon, but you know, whatever. <laughs> 425. I, 
I drive a car that needs the premium. It's currently at four ninety nine here in Michigan, uh-huh. which is not even. I've got a friend who lives in L.A. He's yeah. paying six twenty four already for regular. Yeah, and I'm going to L.A. next week, so we'll be paying that too when I, with our rented car. We'll be driving and, around a lot. <laughs> you know what? And, and the thing is, is I'm not even that upset about it. I mean, I'm I, I, it's, it's bummed, but you know, if this helps in some way, I don't know, force people's hands and shorten the war, then great. It's not that big of a price to pay. Um, I agree. So yeah, again, I'm going to LA next week um, and I will bring my review back of Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah, that's a, uh, yeah. And you're getting a lightsaber, right? I am getting a lightsaber. I am jealous. What color lightsaber? Or is that going to be? I don't know. I'll figure it out. I'll I'll figure it out when I get there. You don't know already? No, I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I already know what kind I'd get. Purple? Red. Oh, you're a Sith boy. Always, 100% Sith or cooler. <laughs> You're full of Sith. Yeah, uh, uh, happily. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's going on this week? You you always post the news quicker than I can because I don't know how you do it, but you just do. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe just it's my, uh, well, I won't say OCD because I don't have OCD, but I am a little obsessive, just not to a compulsive disorder level. But anyway, right. uh, news this week. Well, we'll talk about this later, but uh, there was a little teeny trailer that came out today, or not yesterday, yesterday, yesterday. two days by the time everyone listens to this. Uh, Obi-Wan, maybe you've heard of it, maybe not, not a huge deal, but we'll talk yeah. about that later. You want to break that down, plus Entertainment Tonight gave their, some not Entertainment Weekly, in their final printed magazine forever. Oh, really? They're not printing anymore? Nope, this is the last printed magazine and it, it chose to be kenobi so let's sell those copies yeah uh, the, the first look of uh, the kenobi show so I yep, which we did post on our social media so take a look if you haven't already i'm sure you have you're a geek if you're listening but um funny enough another trailer premiered at almost the exact point in time which obviously if you're a star trek geek you're probably really happy to see the trailer or teaser, or whatever you want to call it, for Star Trek Strange New Worlds. But uh, I don't know. I'm, of the two, I'm going to say that the uh, Kenobi one is probably a little bit more buzz-heavy. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, of course you do. You're Star Wars biased, so never mind that question. That's a yes, stupid question to ask you. Yeah, yeah you know, uh, do you want to jump into the, the, the Strange New Worlds trailer then, before we get to the DCU in the list? Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, so it's unfortunate. That and I don't even know if, if, if clearly neither one is going to call each other and say, "Hey, we're going to drop this trailer." But I don't, I don't know. It seems like an odd time for Star Trek to put Strange New Worlds. Now I will say this: the beginning of the um, Strange New Worlds trailer I dug, but then it didn't do anything, so it wasn't a very good trailer. <laughs> it's just like um, it showed me the gravitas of Anson Mount and and him be you know obviously being called back to duty or something. But it wasn't really a great trailer. But I, I look, I'm really looking forward to this a lot. It looks great. It looks good, but the trailer wasn't that great. I agree. Um, I'm very into the series. It looks very cool. Um, it feels like they're kind of, kind of going for like an old school aesthetic, you know, back to the... And they've said this many times, so I, I know for a fact they are. Is They're trying to kind of... Whereas Discovery is obviously one story arc that kind of goes through the entire season. And same with Picard. Um, they're trying to get more into the episodic, episodic, which is episodic, good. 
I'm all for that. And it's going to be much more similar than to the original series to TNG and, you know, uh, maybe even Voyager, you know, right. or even Deep Space Nine. Though I will say after about season three, Deep Space Nine became very focused on the, the war with the Dominion. But anyway, um, all that to say, yeah, the, the trailer, it was it was good, but it, it wasn't great. I mean, I get it. It's just a trailer. It started out, you know, everyone loves Pike. He, he, Anson Mount looks great. Yeah. Uh, like you said, he carries a certain amount of gravitas. But this, I don't know, maybe it was too subtle. We got to see some other worlds. And that's kind of the point, right? Strange new worlds. We're going to meet a whole bunch of other new worlds or maybe worlds we've seen before, but parts of those worlds we haven't seen before. And so they touched on that. We saw other worlds and some calamities going on and some cityscapes. But, I mean, it's not wrong, but they definitely leaned more into this sense of exploration. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. I, I think they could have... Add a little bit more excitement. Don't get me wrong. It looks, I, I'm going to watch it. I think it looks good, but the trailer didn't make me go. Yeah. Like maybe another trailer did. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But I think I will watch the show. I'm looking forward to this show. So that's That's it. That's all you got. Well, I mean, there's not much to the trailer. I mean, it's kind of, there's just not much to it. It's just like, it's basically, uh, here he is in some desolate area riding a horse or something. I can't remember now. Um, it's been a, it was a horse. Yeah. And, you know, then they kind of cut back to him looking out the window. And he's got his hair, hair cut and he's shaved. And he's ready to go. It's just like, you know, um, Lone Ranger kind of thing. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I think they need to tell a little bit more of a story. But maybe it's just one teaser. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um. Next thing on there, the DCEU shift. After we just saw Batman, the Batman, and all the things they were going to put out this year. Nope. <laughs> yeah, and that was really exciting because DC yeah. kind of make a, made a big deal, what, just like a month ago? Yeah. About all the stuff that's coming out now. Oh, no, more than a month ago. That's You can find that in our, our uh, podcast review that I, I watched the whole damn thing and I called it uh, DC Fan Dumb. It's one oh, that's episodes. right. Was that back like last fall then? <laughs> it was that long ago, yeah. God, God, wow. Time, I don't even know what time is anymore. But you can, but, if you want to listen to that podcast, it's out there. But yeah, they made a huge deal about everything coming out. Now, I will say this. It sounds like, so we linked on our uh, very social media, the story from deadline.com. Um but they did update the article, and it sounds like it's not necessarily Warner Brothers' fault. Um, right. These are superhero movies, right? So they're VFX heavy. Yep. And there are only so many VFX studios out there. And guess what? Every single movie for every single distributor. I mean, I don't care if you're Warner Brothers or or Disney or whoever else. Um, yeah, you hit... you. You, you probably don't have an in-house VFX, at least not big, like, you know, Industrial Light and Magic or... Which, which is... Uh, are they separate or does Disney own them? I believe... That, I think Was Disney that part of Lucasfilm? You know, I didn't look to see if that was part of the whole package and they bought it out. Because there are three distinct companies. There was Lucasfilm, uh, ILM, and Skywalker Sound. Right. I don't know. 
I, I honestly don't know. And I have to look that up. So yeah. listeners tell us that we're wrong. Cause I'm going to say, yes, they were all included. So that way, cause that's how it works, right? The internet, you just make yeah. a stance and then someone comes out and tells you you're wrong. Right. Correct. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> but like, you know, we got digital domain, we got WIDA, we got all the, and right. not to mention, you know, dozens upon dozens of others, smaller VX, VFX companies, but every major studio is trying to get their blockbusters done. And guess what? It's not going to happen. Uh, right. The update I'm seeing from Deadline says uh, that there are a number of these movies that are VFX heavy. They're being pushed um, because many um, because many of them are still working on their post-production effects. Well, what's, what's, what's interesting to me for DC, though, is, okay, we're going to get Black Adam in October. So this is going to be earlier this year. So that's moving to October. But they're moving up Shazam to December 16th of this year. Yep, maybe maybe there are less VFX shots because maybe I'm reading here that the Flash has June two thousand yeah two thousand one five hundred VFX shots right. So, I mean, let's face it: movies nowadays, when they're superhero movies, you can film all the action or action scenes you want, but then well, you got to go through and put the effects in, and that's that's what takes so long. Well, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, when we talked about uh, the Batman last week, um, I st- or maybe it was two weeks ago when I said this, uh, the Flash movie is the most important one to me. And now, yeah. like, so clearly, and, and, you know, you've got Black Adam. I don't know if that's going to feed into Shazam or not. Maybe it does. I would assume so at some point. Um, and then you, and then you got Shazam right afterwards, December. So October, you've got Black Adam. Then it goes to Shazam, which is all right, I guess. But then Aquaman comes before the Flash, which I didn't know that was going to happen. But because they had originally had it November, then Aquaman. So I guess it, there's no continuity. So maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe this leads. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this lends more credence to the the thing I said that maybe, maybe. You know, this is going to be Flashpoint. We're going to see all these different universes, but the DCU is going to remain fragmented so they can have the Batman universe. They can have the Joker universe. And sure, some some of the DC heroes will exist in the same universe. Or different. Well, and like we said, even just, you know, on the Batman review, this Batman is not Justice League ready. No. Nor, nor, like, you don't even know how... um, fantasy like it could be because it's so grounded yeah i mean it would it would have been a tough sell to get the nolan batman into the just league but i could see it happening the last batman movie the pattinson you know reeves is even more grounded right so i again i'm starting to think yeah dceu they're not going to merge all their stuff they're going to be you know Marvel's got a multiverse. They're like, hey, we had it first. So we're going to leave our stuff separate where it makes sense. Right. Well, I was kind of feeling bad that I think Disney was, I thought Disney, I thought uh, DC was going to have their year. Now it's getting fragmented. And now, you know, you've got Dr. Strange coming out. Like, I don't see that being pushed back again, but who knows? It might in the end. Who knows? Dr. Strange, I think is close enough to being done, but I would not be surprised if we started seeing shifts on the Disney side too. Like Thor. Thor would be after that, right? I can't remember the list, but yeah. Yeah. We're probably going to see some pushbacks too because, I mean, 
Marvel's got a lot of movies coming out and they've got a lot of shows coming out. Yeah. We'll see, you know. All right. Next on your list. Well, speaking of the DCEU and shows, uh, the Penguin show for HBO Max has been greenlit. So get ready to see more Colin Farrell in a uh, fat suit. Okay. Um, but the other show that was in, that there was in uh, discussions, the Matt Reeves show was supposed to be like a prequel show showing how Gotham became so corrupted. He had pitched that and uh, that is now apparently dead. So Penguin, yes. Where did you see the Matt Reeves is, uh, is the dead? It was on deadline too, I believe. Deadline not Today? Oh, yesterday. Like last night. I meant to post it to our social media. And, it's just uh, strange because I, uh, okay. Oh, that's right. Batman prequel. I'm reading a daily mail. Gotham City PD, a police procedural series is not moving forward at, at HBO right, Max. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm okay though. I mean, Farrell was fantastic as Penguin. Can it carry a show? We'll find out. But, you know, Marvel, Marvel's the pioneer here. Marvel has shown you can take the shows and make them cinematic and make them matter. Uh, even when it's what if, we already know that Strange Supreme is going to be in, you know, the new Doctor Strange movie. So DC's now, you know, playing catch up again. They're going to do another show and it, you're going to have to watch Penguin and I'm sure it's going to feed into the next Batman movie because I can only assume this show is going to show how the Penguin consolidates his power and becomes a more powerful player within Gotham mm. in time for the next Batman movie. Hmm. Well, oh well. All right. And no other news? That's, That's all it, I got, Joe. That's all we have, eh? That's it. Other than the big other trailer news and stuff. Well, yeah, um, but we're going we're to go de- in depth on that one. I don't know what, uh, how the Batman is doing. Um, still, let me check the, uh, interwebs. Well, when I checked it, it had made a boatload of money and that's why they, that's why they have already greenlit the penguin show. <laughs> Get that thing going DC. Like, I want to say, don't quote me on this. I mean, well, you can, you're looking it up now, but I want to say yeah. I read somewhere that, uh, it's already at like 300 million. Yeah, over over 311 or something right now. Yeah. 311, yeah. That's yeah, so I remembered right. So yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, it's it's a good movie. You know, it's not going to get bad word of mouth other than it's a little too long. Yeah, I mean, but they're making that money because, you know, think about as long as that movie is, that means we're they're probably losing one to two showings a day. Yeah, we could have made more money. but Right. I think they're just happy that they didn't have to premiere it on HBO Max. Which I think they'll have it out there in 45 days. So those that are super cheap and want to wait and want to hear all the spoilers, you can wait um, 40 days or so now and it'll be on HBO Max. Right. <laughs> but you know what? It's one of those. It's like this one and, and No Way Home. Like, I think I might end up buying unless because Sony doesn't have any streaming. I can't get the Spider-Man streaming. Sony has Crackle. But no, you will not find yeah. the Spider-Man movies there. So it's like, you know, what am I going to do? I mean, I, I I usually buy the Blu-ray so I can get the digital instead of just buying the digital. Because if I'm going to buy it, I might as well get the free digital and have a physical. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, I work in IT. I'm always good with having a hard copy backup. Right. So if they have the special, like, if you buy the digital stuff on Apple, iTunes, those, you'll get all the same um 
extras on the disc, the extras. I'm not sure if that's everywhere else though. Um, you definitely get them on iTunes. Um, and if it is a, um, I mean, you don't always get them, but if you check, uh, movies anywhere, lots of times you get not all, but at least a good chunk of the extras. I know like, uh, I've looked several times at buying, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and there's like yeah. three versions out there. I know. Which yeah. well, if you buy it through Movies Anywhere, you get all three versions. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, whatever version you buy it says extra features, and if you look under the extra features, like, you get those other versions. But you have to watch it through the movie. I want Anywhere. the special extra edition, the special cut, the longer where he goes into the ship. That's the cut I want for Close Encounters. I don't know which one I want, but anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> God, so movie. all that to say. Um, well, I, I, I would say this, um, not all to say, because I watch the news, the geek news, because I would be really surprised if Disney at least isn't talking to Sony right now and wants to get No Way Home on Disney Plus. All three of them. Well, maybe I'm sure they want all three of them. They have been there before, but they, you know, licensing. So they get them for a little while and they go away. Right. But I'm saying in particular, No Way Home, I wouldn't be surprised if Disney and Sony aren't talking right now because Marvel would love to have that on Disney Plus right before Doctor Strange comes out. Yeah, I think so too. It's, I'm sure they're talking about it. Whether or not we see it happen is going to be a question of money. Right. Well, How much is Disney going to pay Sony to put it on their streaming for a little bit? Right. <sighs> All right. Why don't we uh, jump into our geek this week, since there's no other news that we can find. Mine's very simple. I'm still back on the High Republic getting trying to finish that those books. Um, very sporadic reader, if you guys listen at all. <laughs> That's me. And I'm still watching some Vikings Valhalla. But uh, I, again, I mean, there's not much to talk about with High Republic because Michael hasn't read it. I don't really know what else to say about it other than I that I dig it. Um, and I, you know, I'm kind of hoping that... Uh, they keep going with this stuff. I, I know it's a tough sell to some Star Wars fans. It's so different. Um, it, it's not perfect by any means, but I do like the stories, and there's a lot of good characters that I, I find myself liking. So um, my opinion, if you're a Star Wars fan and not a very, uh, you know, super, what the hell was that, man? Sorry. I had an alarm go off on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut that. Sorry. It's Michael's theme song. Um. Anyways, check it out. Check out the High Republic series. What about you? Uh, what, what's yours? What's your, are you going to pay attention to the show or are you going to play with your little cuckoo clock? No, 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 I was trying to stop the alarm before it went off and then oh. went off. So sorry about that. I have an nine o'clock alarm every night. This is Michael's bedtime. No, actually, no, I'm a night owl. Uh, it's my alarm to remember to stop eating for the day because I'm on a low-carb diet now, so I can't eat past a certain time. I try to stop eating after 7.30 every day, no matter what. Uh, I try at 9 because I'm usually up till 11 or 12. I'm up till 11 every day. Yeah, see, so I try to give myself at least a good couple hours. So anyway, I'm sure the listeners really want to hear that. But anyhow, that was my alarm. Um, Geek This Week, uh, Spectators Part 6. Again, super violent. Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Um, good stuff. I, I, again, I can't say much about it because it only comes out a few pages at a time. So if you like Brian K. Vaughn and uh, uh, Henrikin, um, who, like I said before, did Pride of Baghdad. Similar art, but this is a violent adult comic. It's not for kids. 
And then, uh, of course, my weekly Star Trek Discovery slash Picard. Cool. Well, you know what? Before we get into Picard, we're going to take a little break and tell you about our Patreon page. If you go to patreon.com slash kybercast, you can help out the show. We have three tiers. Um, you know, if you donate to one of those tiers, you won't hear Michael's tears. Boy, that's really bad, isn't it? That's wow. really bad. That's terrible. Anyways, uh, check out our... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to throw us a tip or something or tell us not to talk about it anymore, go to there. It's, go to our patreon.com slash kybercast and uh, give us a little hand if you like. Um, all right, Michael. Let's, let's jump into our main topic. Uh, number one, I guess you'd say. Um, Picard. I watched... Uh, episode one. You have watched episode one and two. Um, yes. I, didn't, I didn't get to two yet, but we're going to talk about that next week, but I'll, I'll try and get that. Uh, well, I, I know I'll, I'll get to it before our, our show, um, but I did watch episode one and uh, because I, you know, listen, it's funny. Um, we got the Kenobi trailer coming out that came out today too, but Picard to me is almost like the Kenobi of Star Trek. He's the older, the older Kenobi, not the you know, the uh, he's kind of the <laughs> not the Ian McGregor Kenobi. The, no, uh, but he's just got the gravitas, the no, the knowledge, the you know, he, he you feel he's always going to do the right thing. You know, he's that kind of guy. Um, and I, good first episode. I mean, overall for me, it was, it was pretty good. Um, I've got problems. <laughs> which we'll get into. Um, but I liked it. I, I, I did like the episode. I'm right there with you. In fact, um, uh, you know, I'm, we're geeks. We're opinionated geeks. I do have some notes as well <laughs> as to what I didn't love about the show. But already, I don't know, um, first season, in my opinion, was slow. Now, this season benefits from the fact that all last season it took a while to establish who all the characters were right. and how eventually they all worked together. So this one gets to start, you already know all the characters, right? Most of them. So, well, yeah. You should. I mean, yes. I mean, you should. Right. But it, it has that benefit where if you watch the first season, it can pretty much just jump into the story. Right. And I appreciated that. And... It's probably not fair, but I like this first episode way more than the first episode of season one. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, it's called the Stargazer. You get a little bit, uh, you, a little bit of John Luke when he's with his mom as a kid, and um, th that kind of stuff. Little, little early stuff. But yeah, I liked it better. But um, I mean, it certainly gets into action quicker. Yeah, it does. You know, right away pulls you in, and, and it sets up the. It's a much better first ten pages, kind of to a, to a movie. Like it, it you know, it, it pulls you in. It, it gives you that not necessarily a twist at the end. You know, uh, Q's involved because they gave that away in the trailer. So it was you knew he was coming right. eventually, right? Um, but but uh, even even the way ahead. that it begins, where it begins at the end. I mean, you don't know it's the end right away, but it begins with such. I mean, you figure out pretty quickly it's the end because you see everyone together and shit's going to hit the fan. And you're like, what the fuck? And then it backs up, which a lot of people do that now. That's fine. You know, two hours earlier. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like, just, you know, cause they want to pull you in. You know, it all starts from that, 
you know, it's, it's not all it's been done before, but it's just that George Lucas way of starting in action. You start with the action and pull you in and, you know, um, so, all right, I'm, I, I'm going to sound like a complainer, but my, my biggest problem with this show is the glossing over that he is an Android. I know it's going to bother you no matter what. Well, it wouldn't have bothered me if they talked about it. If, I agree if, you, with if, you, if you address what it is, I mean, he's re, he's reuniting with older people, and they're just like, yeah. Oh, and the fact that they talk about aging—it's just like fuck. Like they just threw away the whole first season and just like glossed it over. And I think that's really shitty writing. It's like Q meets him and doesn't know it's not him. Well. He knows it's him. It's not him. It's a different version of him. It's a different body. It's a mechanical body. It's not mechanical. Well, it's It's synthetic. Synthetic. Fake. But he's not an android. He's a synthetic person, but he's still flesh and blood. Uh, Just address it. Don't just act like nothing happened. Maybe they will later. Uh, Here's what I think. Okay. I think the actors... Or not the actors. The writers wrote themselves into a corner by giving him this mental disease that was going to end up killing him. And they're like, we need to find it. Instead of coming up with a magic cure, we'll cure him by putting him in a new synthetic body that still ages, so he still dies, only slower. It's not the best writing. I'll give you that. Because it allows you to... I mean. It allows you to remove all that disease, but then how's he going to die? Everyone dies. Is he just going to die of old age because eventually he just gives out? So he's going to live to like what? 150 because he's just waiting for each of his cells to eventually, you know, stop replicating and die. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I grant you, it's not the best writing, but it's definitely MacGuffin. But this is not the first series to do that. I can see your point, um, and I, I agree 100%. It's not the best writing. But just put the, you're going to have to just put that aside. Maybe you can't. I can put it aside if they talk about it. If they don't ever talk about it again, then I can't. I don't think they're going to talk about it again because I think they're just going to be like. I'm trying to look up what the, the uh, as you're talking, uh, full discretion here. The uh, what a synthetic is in Star Trek. So I'm trying to find that. Well, you got to remember the he's an advanced form of synthetic. You know, the synthetic started out with like you know, um, well, obviously data. Mm-hmm. But this is a synthetic race that has evolved to near like. I mean, as far as you can tell, they're lifelike. They're they're human. They're flesh and blood. Not human. They're whatever race they are, but they're flesh and blood. But they're still synthetic. So as we saw, some of them have enhanced hearing or whatever. They're more enhanced. But for whatever reason, they're like, oh, let's just give Picard the basic model, which is just he's synthetic, but he's a person. Yeah. He can still age. He's still going to die. Whatever. It's, it's a MacGuffin. It's not the best MacGuffin. It's not the worst. I mean, it's, it's kind of akin... Well, I don't know if it's exactly Ken, but in the 80s, when JR got shot, and he was like, oh my God, they killed him, oh no, and then 
you know, by the end of the season, oh, it was all a dream. All a dream. Psych. <laughs> so, Picard, you're dying. Oh, now you're a synthetic person. Psych. But you're still going to die because we gave you a body that's still going to deteriorate. So, again, it's terrible writing. So, did, okay. Do you like so you're further along? You don't have to say what's happening in second in the second episode. Is the writing better so far this season? Like, did you like season one was pretty good? I mean, this, episode one was pretty good. I, I don't want to give anything away. We're going to cover that on our next episode. Which, FYI, anyone that's listening, we're going to drop it a little bit early. Um, I think we're going to record on Tuesday, so you'll probably see it next Wednesday. Um, well, and we'll it. be covering. Well, it depends how fast Michael can get me writing that Tuesday because I leave Wednesday, so it'll be. I'll, I can get you writing fast. Late, late, late Tuesday night. I can write like lightning. Yeah. Um, So we'll be covering uh, the the second episodes there, a second episode there on that episode. But uh, I don't want to give anything away. I I do have complaints about the second episode. I enjoyed it, but uh, I'll save those for Tuesday. So I I wouldn't say that the writing, the writing is better than giving him a synthetic body and letting him age still. Yes, the writing is better than that. But I still have issues and qualms, and I'll bring those up on Tuesday. So, um, back to this first episode, you know what, we're, we're already complaining, you, you've aired yours, so let me just throw one of mine out. Okay, do it. And like I said, I really enjoyed the episode, but it's Picard. Just like season one, the Borg are somehow involved. Somehow. <laughs> just, the, it's, it's the same, does, yeah. Go ahead. And does he have to deal with the Borg every time? It's the same thing as like, it's the Emperor. Somehow he's returned. Um. So don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same idea. Somehow. I know, but I mean, all last season, I get it. It was tangentially. It was more about the Romulans and the synthetics. Mm-hmm. But you found out, oh, you know, the Romulans were on this Borg ship cube. And can I ask you a question? Since you're a yeah. Star Trek person, how many? Episodes and or seasons start with an anomaly. Uh, Some, I wouldn't be able to tell you. There's a lot. Thousands? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say thousands, but at least a few dozen. There's an anomaly. Let's go check it out. Well, you know, okay, at least for, you know, the original series and Next Generation, the focus was, you know, they were supposed to be explorers, right? Right. But they just go, not necessarily because of a distress call or anomaly. They're just kind of flying around, aren't they? Yeah, but they're exploring stuff, so they're going to find stuff they haven't seen before, right? Right. So that's kind of their business. I mean, the you know the Enterprise on the original series it was on a five year mission, far right. from home to explore. Next generation was similar, except they didn't give it a time; they just said our continuing mission. So they're supposed to be looking for weird shit, right? And so they find a lot of weird shit, right? So. We get this anomaly, yes. and it's the Borg, and um, it took time to get there, right? Because it was really setting up what Picard's doing, you know, since, is it what, a year and a half since season one? Yeah, I think oh. they Yeah, I think they even say that, because it was long enough for he had his, a whole, uh, his wine season to go, anyway. Well, and long enough <laughs> for uh, his uh, Romulan lady friend to... Stop! Uh, <laughs> stop mourning her husband, and instead fall in love with Picard. Right? Well, who can't love her back? That sad old man. That synthetic fuck. 
Well, you know, he's a robot without feelings, <laughs> he's, right? He's a robot now. <laughs> um, by the way, is there such a thing as, can you buy uh, Chateau Picard? Somebody, uh, somebody told me you can actually buy that wine. I don't even know. I, I am not, I mean, I'm a pretty good Trekkie. But I'm not good enough where I'm like, I own a bottle of Chateau Picard. I, it, has, it has to exist, right? I would think Trekkies would, would, would do Someone that. Ha- I mean, Paramount must have licensed that. I mean, for good Lord, you can, Rondo you existed, can, right? You can totally do it. Um, it's <laughs> StarTrekWines.com. Oh, my God. Chateau, Chateau Picard. Picard. Special, there's a special reserve. Oh, my God. You can even get, I think it's a Klingon wine. Oh, wow. Klingon blood wine? Yeah. Because, of course. And you can get it in Michigan. So, Michael? Um, I'm sure it's delicious. You, I'm sure it's really but good wine. Due to state laws, you currently cannot get Chateau Picard. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> wow. It's $250 for a five-bottle pack. It, no, I do not want Chateau Picard then. No, no. You get five different bottles of wine for 250 bucks. The, nope. Arm, the Armada. That's one of, they're all different kinds. Yeah, no, thank you. I don't know how this turned into a plug for wines. I just like, you know. I don't think we're endorsing it. <laughs> no, no. But if they want us to try it, I'll try it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't make enough money to drop. Uh, well, I, I do have enough money to drop on $50 bottles of wine. I choose not to. Right. I'm not that much of a wine, but I have spent much more on bourbon. Not going to lie. Well, bourbon's different because you, you, know, you only drink a little bit at a time. So you're going to enjoy that for a long, long time. The most I've ever spent on a bottle of wine is only $45. And even then I was like, but it was delicious. So I had to do it. <laughs> Clearly it wasn't Dutch wine. Um, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we went off track. That's okay. That's what we do. Uh, so, um, so he's he's basically the end of the harvest. That's all the work is done. That's how it starts. He's finally relaxing, and and then he's pulled back in. Not pulled back in, but is asked to come speak. At uh, was it the is it the um, Starfleet like Academy? The com- right. Yeah, at the commencement. I thought. Yeah. Um. Now, at the same time, uh, my favorite character, Rios, is out there uh, doing something, though. That's where the that's where the anomaly comes from. He's out. Um, yeah. I don't know what he is. He's checking out the anomaly or something. He happened to be the closest ship. Yeah, of course. Um, of that's course. How, that's how it works. I mean, you know, every. Well, OK, I'm not picking on that. That's just, you know, that's every, every it is awfully convenient. But after we find out Q's involved, that makes more sense. Right. Um, by the way, like, let's talk Rios. I, I think that's a cool character, how he can play the digital ship guard, or whatever you call the, the hologram guy. Yep. So tell, all right. And then he plays the, the captain. I, I love that character. It's a good new character. I think he's really cool. Um, the whole cigar thing's funny. It's just this kind of old school. Like he's basically going to become, um, oh, uh, the most mysterious man. What, what was that? Oh yeah. The guy from uh, Dos Equis. Yeah. The most interesting man this in the man, world. He's going to be the most interesting man in the galaxy. There you go. Uh, Cause he's got the cigar and uh, all stuff. So maybe you can answer a question for me. Can yeah. that ship digital thing become physical? Did I, is that what I saw? I don't understand. It was like activate protocol, something and like he becomes real. Like, 
Yeah, so it's kind of like, uh, well, you've seen the holodeck, right? Holodeck, yeah, you know, is it's fake, but there are safety protocols, and you can turn those off. In fact, in Star Trek: First Contact, uh, Picard turned the protocols off to turn a Tommy gun so he could kill um, Borg. So now we saw in Voyager two. No, you only, saw. We didn't. I you saw. Oh, you didn't see. <laughs> <No>. Sorry. <laughs> Well, in Star Trek Voyager, yes, one of the uh, main characters was a hologram, and they gave him an emitter so he could go off ship and stuff. But they can, he, he, you can choose to make themselves corpor- corporeal, you know, physical. To a Are degree. they a robot then at that point? Or is this just like suspend your disbelief? There's no science behind this in there. Yeah, there's no science behind it. They're not robots because they're projections, right? Right. But how does a projection become solid? Uh, magic. Okay. I, there's no, science. like, there, it's never been explained is what I'm saying. I'm sure they have, but I don't know what it is, but yes, um, they can be, they can physically manifest. So right. when, yeah, when you saw seven turn off the security protocols, that's why he could then touch and hit things. Right. Got it. Or the hologram could. Yes. Right. Okay. So yeah. that, that, that's my favorite character um i don't know about where you're at but um you know it's funny you say that because i hadn't really thought who's my favorite character because it's you know it's called star trek picard and i'm watching it for picard right so i kind of i hadn't really thought should i have a favorite character i like i mean yeah obviously picard picard no no no, but then you you kind of put that ear i don't want to say earworm but mind worm in and i started thinking about it and i'll say i'll talk about this more on tuesday because uh Right, just more I think I know I have a favorite character. Yeah. Whoopi Goldberg? Exactly. Guinan. Why not? Is that her name? I just, yeah, know, her as, I just know her as Whoopi Goldberg because I don't think she's really acting in this. <laughs> she's not real. No, <laughs> well, no. She's very, very chill and wise and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's Guinan. And she didn't ask him, you know, why is he synthetic either? He's these close friends. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Every time I see some friends I haven't seen for like years, like, boy, you got bald, more bald and fatter. They, yeah, they but he's still it. aging. <laughs> yeah. And then like, she chose to age? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. No. Well, I, you know what? I say that now, being immortal as I am, immortal, not immortal. Right. But I think, I don't know. I would like to try immortality, but I'm sure at some point I'd be like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, no, I would rather just. Well, after you see everyone you love die and then. I'll find more people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's. <laughs> I will find people to replace yeah, you. Yeah, I see it. Well, I would think after at least a few times of that, you'd be like, all right. You'd have, to be, you'd have to be the ultimate Buddhist to be uh, immortal. Or sociopathic. Well, I mean, the, the, the idea of, of you know, um, nothing's permanent except for you is kind of odd. It's an irony for Buddhists. Right. Um, so you're happy with the show so far. You're, you're, is it better than Discovery since you've seen the first two or no? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm at least enjoying it more. Than, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mentioned it before. I want to see it was episode seven. Maybe I'm off. Maybe it was a few before. But at some point, Discovery grabbed me, and I was like, oh, man, I'm really into this season now. Um, um, so for the first four episodes that I've seen of Discovery, maybe five. I can't remember if I saw five now. 
So I haven't gone back to it yet. Uh, this episode's better than all five of those. <laughs> this first episode. I wouldn't disagree. Part of it, I mean, I don't know. I, I like Discovery. I like it quite a bit. Um, but for me, the, the best season still season two. And this season, I don't know. It's good. It's getting better. Um, every, I mean, I'm hooked. I'm going to watch it tonight after we're done recording. I'll watch the next episode. Right. Um, so they, is, um, the anomaly hits. They go check it out. It's the Borg or a version of the Vor- a Borg. Um, it's the Borg, I guess. But they came for they asked the calls were for help from Picard. So he goes right. and they, they 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 bring Picard out of retirement. Just when he thought he was out, they pulled him back in. Um, okay, Michael Corleone. Right. And uh, this Queen thing goes on the ship, very much alien asking me. I mean, it's not an alien, but it just reminded me that. For some reason, it felt that way because of the queen and all that kind of stuff. Takes well, over the much, ship. Much, much different from the board queen we've seen before. Yeah, yeah, much. Um, so then it cuts to Q. So, well, maybe give stuff away from episode two, and I don't want you to do that. But in my head, is this all just a Q, Q's in a different dimension, right? He's like Mixoplick for Superman or something. Yeah, I don't know if a different dimension or a different layer of reality, but yeah, it's it's easy to just think of Q as a near god like being. All right, so we don't know if the, at the end of the day we will well know at the end of the season, but at the end of the day we don't even know if any of that actually happened, anyways. It well, I think just, it happened. Oh, you're talking okay. about the the stargazer blowing up and all that. Yeah. Also, quick quick thing on that props. Props to bringing the Stargazer back. Do you know what the history of the Stargazer is? It was his first ship, right? Or something like that? Yeah. And this isn't obviously it, but it's a ship that bears the same name. Right. Um, And it relates to him and his mom earlier in the episode. Yes. Um, So you think that part of it's real? That part happened? Or 100% happened. I believe it happened. Okay. But then obviously they're going to go back in time to change something so that it doesn't happen. Because they showed yeah. us at the at the end of episode one, they showed us like this season on Picard, right? And you know they went to San Francisco or something in 2024 because something happens a year from now, um, some kind of invasion or something. <laughs> Just kidding. That's, um. So yeah, are they there? Oh, yeah, you, I don't want you to answer questions. But anyways. I, I don't know if I'm going to look forward to the going backwards machine. That's not high on my, my list of things to watch. Um, I don't want to see Picard in a fucking Kia. Just not going to do it for me. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to use your line. I, I don't necessarily like that idea of them going back in time. They've done it many, many times in Star Trek. So part of me is okay with it because that is part of the Star Trek mythos. They, yeah, so's the Emperor in Star Trek, Star Wars, but you get, you're like, fuck that, fuck, that's hackneyed writing, but that's crap, you just bar them all in. Okay. They're completely different. different. Bring back a guy. You're using, using same tropes within the, in each. Those are not the same each. tropes. The, the Emperor was dead at the end of episode six, and then just suddenly show back up. How do you know that? You just one. saw him fall. Did you know he was dead? Yeah. You knew? How'd you know? Yeah. You saw the body? Yeah. You saw the body. Oh, gone. All right. He was um, dead. 
They, yeah, we, even JJ says he was dead because he's a clone. They made a different version of him. <laughs> no, it's a synthetic. Thank you. <laughs> well played. Well played. No, I mean. It's basically the same idea, right? Transfer your essence into another guy. Even Discovery, time travel. They end up going 900 years in the future. Every single iteration of Star Trek goes through time. Even Enterprise, there was a whole uh, temporal war. You know, the original, uh, you know, the original series, they went back in time in the original, in the series itself and in their movies. Um, Well, that was one of the speeches in this episode was time was the last frontier. Didn't they say yes. that in this in episode one, right? Yeah, and they've already alluded to in other versions of Star Trek and other you know series and whatnot that eventually um, the Federation will have time ships. Right. The uh, there's an Enterprise J, and it'll that's be a time ship. it'll be uh, Scott Bakula, and it's going to be called Quantum Leap. No, Scott Bakula was already the captain I, of I, Enterprise. I, I know. This is why I like. <laughs> It's so fun talking to Trekkies. Well, he was on a different episode. <laughs> so all I have to say, I'm there with you in that I, I I don't necessarily want to see him come back to present day. I can see why they did it because it saves a bunch of money. Yeah, right? it does. It does. And I get it with COVID and stuff, you know. But they did film seasons two and three back to back, so hopefully three has more money for VFX. Right. What I was going to say, though, is taking a page out of your book, we'll see how it ends. If the story is good. Yeah, if it's good, it'll be fine. Uh, it, it, yeah, it could it could come back around. But if he drives a Kia, I'm out. <laughs> now, if they go back looking for whales, I don't know. Well, that seemed to do pretty well. Didn't that movie do well? Yeah, but let's not uh, let's not rehash again. All right. Well, that's we, we. I think we've given the first episode of Picard. It's it's um it's due. That's it's, it's pretty good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I can you know I'll, I'll probably actually watch episode two after uh, recording this podcast because you know I, I think it's I think the color is better. I think it's shot better. Just like Discovery, I think is actually shot better, and the color and stuff like that is better. It's they they're getting better at that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for Picard. All right. The other thing that I, I want to talk about, and it doesn't have to be a super long discussion because there's not much to it, um, but there's also a lot to it. Um, the Kenobi trailer dropped this week and or yesterday. Well, was there any warning that it was coming? No, that's the thing. That's why it was. That's why when you texted me, because I was at, I couldn't even watch it until after like lunchtime when you was saying like, what? Um and I didn't, like I said, I didn't know it was coming. I was looking through, I think I was on lunch. And it popped. Um, what's what? Or that's what it popped? I, I think so. I want to say it came out about 1230 because on lunch, I, I went out for a walk and I came back in to quick eat my lunch before I, you know, started working again. And I just flipped over my phone and was looking through my feed and I saw something about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, 33 minutes ago. I was like, what? Gosh. I immediately watched it. And then after I watched it, I was like, oh shit, Joe. And then sent you the link. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Cause I didn't, we were, I was in a photo studio and, um, you know, we're just working. We were no, no computer on. Well, this computer was on, but we're not looking at it. Um, right. So first of all, the, John Williams, man, dude, they picked the right songs to get your head into this trailer. I mean, all from basically the prequels. 
Yep. Uh, pretty cool. But if you, so a lot of people did notice um, the very opening part to the trailer. I didn't hear anybody talk about this anyways. There's, there's, there's little strings that come on. It's the exact same strings when Obi-Wan is first seen in episode four, when he lifts his, his hoodie off of his face. It's the same, same music. I didn't catch that, but yes, uh, there are many others online have noted that as well. And I was like, and like I even watched a video where it showed that scene and then showed his. Oh, video. did you? Yeah. Yeah. So, and right from that moment, I'm like, oh my God, I heard the, the strings. I'm like, holy shit. That's all I heard. But I, just, I mean, I'm a Star Wars geek too, but you take it to a whole nother level when you recognized Obi-Wan's theme immediately. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? How many times have you seen that movie? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't say <laughs> I've seen it lots. So wherever I've seen it, let's add an exponential factor for you. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, and I'm going to watch f- the prequels all again before Kenobi comes out. And probably really sure. Why not gear up for it? Um. So, you know, it shows Kenobi in Tatooine. Duh. And he basically talks about you know we've lost, um, you know hide basically something like that we've lost the war um i didn't write it all down but uh and then that, yeah, but he I, does he does say that we lost yeah we lost and then go into hiding basically and i see a lot of people saying like see that's that's exactly they're doing the same thing they did to luke skywalker and and um last jedi this is the same kind of writing it's going to be crap like wait a minute luke skywalker that's a different conversation because the last time we saw Luke Skywalker, everything was good. <laughs> the last time we saw Obi-Wan between these two, everything went to shit. Like, of course he's going to be <laughs> in a, in kind of a different mood, you know? Um, so I don't quite understand why they're picking on it. Like uh, uh, Ryan Johnson kind of thing. Yeah. I don't see that either because I mean, it ends at return or revenge of the Sith. Um, it, it ends with literally with Obi Wan handing Luke over to right. Owen and Beru, right? And you know, basically, we know he's going to be hanging around just to make sure he's okay. And we see that in the trailer; he's literally watching over Luke from afar because he knows his importance to the balance of the Force. Right. I love that shot of him with this, looking through the binoculars, or whatever, and seeing Luke on top of the house, pretending he's flying. You know, very Anakin like. Flying our pod race, and we don't know. He's doing something. Know. Right. We don't know. Um, but, but more to that point real quick, um, the Luke we see in you know the, the sequels, for him, hope is just about gone. Right. He has no idea he's the fulcrum of uh, the universe right now, <laughs> or galaxy. Right. So, I, I mean, not going to get into the criticisms of the sequels again, but Luke is a beaten down, lost character in those, right? We don't know why, right? We just don't know why. Right, but Obi-Wan, like, I don't see the comparison because Obi-Wan, like they say in the trailer, it's about hope because Luke's right there. There's still potential. Yeah, but the the fact that he's just a hermit kind of, you know, but we know that. Like, it's not, there's, where else are they going to go? He just lost everything. All the Jedi, all his, I mean, everybody he's ever known, liked, loved, gone. The galaxy is under a different rule. Like, he, everything is lost. All is lost. You know? Yeah, but now he's also given his life, thrown what he had away, to literally right hide and protect Luke. 
this task, right? Yeah. Um, he's then, given all to the mission. Right. And then as it, you see that kind of opening scene, he's looking at Luke and he comes back and, and then it cuts to uh, an inquisitor ship that comes in. So we see, we know the inquisitors are in this. Now, if you watch rebels, you'll in, and, and clone wars and all, you'll know what the inquisitors are. Um, mostly in the rebels is really good. Now, some people, uh, we've heard some feedback that, you know, that, you know, another cartoon character or whatever. Um, I get that. Uh, now my concern with this particular, uh, the grand inquisitor, I think is played by, I can't remember his name, but the guy from, um, oh boy, I'd have to look it up. But, uh, what was that showtime show with the war stuff? Tom friend, something friend. I don't know. Um, he's playing the grand inquisitor. Now, if you look at the, the animation, he's a lot thinner. He's more like, I, I would see Matt Smith in this role, looking at the way Matt Smith's head is compared. Yeah, the to, animated version is quite scrawny. Yeah. Well, he's playing the same type of race. Now, if you remember when, uh, in episode in revenge of the Sith, they go to Utapau. And he yes. lands and that guy comes out and he's really tall and he's got the white skin and he's skinny and he's got the, you know, uh, he's going to refuel over there. But he tells him, you know, if, if, if you have, if you have fighters, now's the time. And then Obi-Wan looks like he flies off, but he doesn't, you know what I'm talking yes. about? That guy, yep. that's the same race. Gotcha. That's what this guy is supposed to be. And they're very skinny. Well, you know, very skinny, skinny headed, but this guy just doesn't, it just looks a little weird, but you know, that's my one criticism so far of the show's like just his look and feel. Now the character it could be acted well. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to pick on him, but it's just different than um, what we're used to from the animation. Now, there's been a um, there's been a talk of uh, Dave Filoni was talking about Ahsoka, and when they were making the tendrils from uh, for Ahsoka and how they're shorter in real life. Oh yeah, and then, it, and then they're a lot longer. He goes, "Look, the way we approached it was like y- y- that. The, the real life stuff is real life, and animation is hyper real. Like when we all do animations, like it's like right. so. Like it's kind of going backwards. You know, we just happen to see that that first was the animation, not the real life. But if you take it real life, you know, if, if you look at uh, the real Ewan McGregor, then you watch Clone Wars. He doesn't really look like that. He doesn't have that, you know. And neither does Dooku with a big nose and head. Like they're caricatures, right? They're 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 stylized based on animation stylized. Right. If we saw a live action uh, Asajj Ventress, I would not her, expect her to be as super skinny scrawny as she shows up in the animation. Right. Every, everything is is exaggerated. So yes. with that in mind, my head's a little more open to. Um, to to this person. So, but uh, interesting that the Inquisitors are in here. Um, but we do find out. Well, first of all, you know, I'm I'm talking over. How did you feel when you first saw it when you were watched it? Because we were well, talking about the, the the Discovery or the Strange New Worlds preview earlier. So, well, uh, as I alluded to then. I watched it before I even sent it to you because I couldn't not. Right, right? of course. I mean, I, my second thought was let Joe know, but my first thought was I'm going to watch this now. Right. And I fully admit uh, watching it, like I didn't catch, like I said, the Obi-Wan uh, 
you know, piece of music. But everyone, everyone recognizes Duel of the Fates. Right. And as soon as that came on, freaking goosebumps. Yeah. And I loved it. In fact, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. I'm excited for Star Wars. Love the Mandalorian. Boba Fett. Okay. Um, I was expecting to enjoy this show. But this trailer, I mean, immediately I think I posted on my Twitter was, you know, just shut up and take my money. It, yeah. it was everything. You know, when you see I, when you see Ewan McGregor back, you just feel like, oh my God, it's an extension. It's the gravitas is there. It is now Star Wars. And there's so much writing on this. And Deborah Child's got so much writing on what's going on. I mean, there's there's just a lot of writing on this. But it's, it, I mean, I, I just love that I'm old enough and have lived long enough to see Ewan McGregor age into the role again. I mean, yes, he was a right. younger Obi-Wan. Right. But he was a young man then, right? Right. I'm not saying he's old now, but, you know, Luke's a young boy, probably a good 10, 15 years away from, you know, I don't know the exact dates and timelines. I'm assuming here, he's about 10 years old in here and he's like 19 or 20 in, 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 uh, I think 10, I think he looked younger, but that doesn't matter. Probably, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah right. Right. So, but Ewan's in his fifties, right? Uh, oh, yeah, Maybe. I think so. Probably something like that. But, you know, 10 years from now, he'll be right around that age of Alec Guinness. So it just, it's almost serendipitous. And then I don't know if they added it or if it's just naturally how he looks now. Not that he looks bad, but, you know, he's got, you know, the crow's feet, right? He's aged. He looks right like an older Obi-Wan, but it works. I mean, it just... It works so well. Um, he is fifty. Mar- uh, actually, he'll, he'll be he's March thirty first, nineteen seventy one. So he'll be fifty one. Um, okay. yeah, way way older than I am. I know, totally. <laughs> way older? <laughs> no, not really. Not. <sighs> but even that said. I don't know how old Alec Guinness was when he did um, how old was Star he? Wars. Huh? How old was he? Is that what you want to know? Yeah. Sure. Look it, up. look it up. But if he's 51 and Luke's 10, you know, give him another 10 years, um, give or take, that puts him, puts you in it 61 in 10 years. So, Right. He was 62. See how it almost, it's serendipitous. It works almost perfectly. Right. Um, so you're, you're stoked. It, it got you going. It like, it would say like, okay, I'm going to pay for that month for Disney plus. I'm good for that then. Well, I haven't dropped it as it is. I mean, what's the point? It's, it's going to be here at the end of the month. Right, it's almost a pain to drop it. It almost is. Plus you we got well, the you, whole package. Right. You might as well just watch something that's on there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean. Um, okay, so we see, you know, that goes further than you see Obi-Wan being transported somewhere. We don't know where he's in like a little, uh, maybe it's a worker. Maybe maybe he's a, a factory worker or something. I believe he is. He's probably doing just some scut work that, you know. Boy, got to eat. Make, Man, got to right. eat. And then they cut to the Inquisitors. I, I know some of the Inquisitors. I forget their names um, from the. I thought they numbered like fifth brother like, like and stuff like brother that. Fifth brother and third sister. But there's a new one, too. 
um, Aver or whatever. I, I, the Entertainment uh, Weekly will give you all the names and stuff from there. I, I didn't remember them. I probably should have wrote them down for this, but I've been a little bit busy um, to do that. Um, so you see, like the the, the regular stormtroopers. Um, now, clearly, this this new uh, Inquisitor woman gets to Tatooine because she confronts, or at least is in front of Uncle Owen. I think they make okay in the trailer. I think they make it look like she confronts him, but well, I think if you if you watch it again, well, they're on Tatooine. Yeah, they're hundred percent on Tatooine. But I think if you watch it again, he's just in the crowd, and they've obviously killed someone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's not necessarily confronting him directly, but they they, no, they but yeah. The way they made they put it, it, it kind of leads to that. But I yeah. think that's a red herring. Yeah, I think so. He's just watching like an execution yeah. or something uh, with Joel Egerton. So. Which I love that they got him because obviously the, he played the original him. brew, I believe too. But you know, I, I looked at him. I was like, you know, he looks pretty much exactly the same. But then I went and watched the clip from uh, Revenge of the Sith, and I was he's like, light. he's way younger in there, so younger, yeah, so much younger. And he's been. It's funny because he was kind of. I mean, he was nothing then. George just cast. Well, he was a nobody, right? Right. Like, I I don't know his. His filmography before uh, he did Revenge of the Sith, but I know he's been in a lot of stuff since, and I've seen many of his movies. And he's a really good movies. actor too. Yeah, he is. I'm not. This is not a diss on him at all. It's no, just, no. um, yeah, he really kind of wasn't nobody. I mean, at least I didn't know who he was. And God, he was so young, yeah. so young, it's very young. But now he's got the beard, and in the beard, you see it against a picture of the you know Uncle Owen in uh you know, in Star Wars or, you know, A New Hope, whatever you want to call it. And he's grown it just like it. And he's old enough now where it's, I don't know if it's special effects or if he's just turning gray naturally, but it works. Totally works. Totally works. And in the comments, I think, I think Owen's like a badass. Like there's stories. I think there's like cut scenes from Star Wars where like, um, uh, Biggs is telling Luke how much of a badass Owen was like, like killing, uh, Tusken Raiders and something like that really i think so if i remember i have to look that up again something like that happened uh <coughs> excuse me um from that i'm just kind of kind of clip clicking through the thing they then it shows like a scene like some kind of like hong kong type place so clearly we're going off world yep. so unlike boba fett <laughs> uh i'm it, it kind of makes sense because you can't just uh, there's no way you can fight on Tatooine otherwise the whole shit goes to hell you know right right but but she gets to Tatooine somehow so I don't know if he leads, leads so that he gets away like clearly a, a, an Inquisitor gets to Tatooine and I, I don't know if that's the impetus for, for Obi-Wan to leave or something else is I don't know well I'm trying to remember and tell me if I'm wrong mm-hmm. I don't know that we saw any did we see any shots with Obi-Wan off-world? Yeah. Okay. Or is, oh, yeah. I think there's one where he's, he's got a gun in his hand. Yeah, he's got... Yeah, that's it. That's like, it. Okay. Like so a sure. type gun, whatever that was called. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, in the alleyway or on top of the building he's getting shot at? Uh, on top of the building, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, you're right. That is. I think that is Obi-Wan. You're right. Because for a minute, I was thinking... I mean, I, 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 I'm not surprised we're going to see other worlds because... I think part of the story is going to be showing the Inquisitors 
looking for Jedi in other worlds and then somehow get to Tatooine. Obviously, something. Maybe they're just, yeah, maybe they're just uh, looking everywhere. Right. Could be just uh, that kind of thing. Now, the Inquisitors are sent to kill Jedi. I assume there's not that many Jedi masters out there because, the, you know, when you get that high, it looks like there's only like 12 of them. If there was a, the um, high court or whatever, the. Um, Council. Uh, council, sorry. <laughs> How can I be a master and not on the council? Um that's that's my <laughs> that's my Anakin. <laughs> it's unfair. Uh the point I was trying to what, what what struck me funny is like, okay, we got these inquisitors out there fighting, but it, you know, in my opinion, Obi would be able to cut these inquisitors down quickly and easy, no problem. Yeah, but that's kind of the point. He could do that, but when doing so, he's going to bring attention and bring the full bore of the entire empire down on Tatooine. Well, that's going to something's going to happen because Vader and them are going to fu- they're going to fight again. It can't be on Tatooine. No, it can't, can't be a ta- that's what I mean, it cannot be on Tatooine. Otherwise, plus, you know, he hates sand. It gets everywhere, Darth Vader. He doesn't want to go oh back to Tatooine. Oh my god. <laughs> But I will say this, you know, it got me thinking. There's a line in Star Wars that somehow triggered this in my memory uh, when I saw this preview. And it was a line before Vader and Obi-Wan fight. And it wasn't the you should not have come back. Not that one. The line, if you listen to it, it goes, the last I left you, I was but the learner and you were the ma- Now I am the master. You know what I mean? He says, only right. master of you. Now, that's a significant line if you think about it. The last I left you. He didn't leave him. Obi-Wan left him in episode three. But Vader says, the last I left you. So I'm thinking, like, Obi-Wan is going to, quote, unquote, lose to Vader in this and be lost, like, down, a, you know, and, and, and Vader thinks he's either hurt or dead or whatever. Interesting. Because they have, they have to have a bet. We well, look. We know, right? This is a prequel. We know he's not going to get killed, Obi Wan. So there's no, Obviously. there's no fear of him dying in this. But there has to be some kind of way for Vader to think he's not a threat anymore. Well, here's what here's what I'm going to throw out there. Do it. I think uh, Obi Wan's going to be mortally wounded. No, mortally means he dies. Sorry. Uh, I think Obi-Wan is going to fight Vader. I think he's going to be severely wounded and it's going to turn his hair white. Okay. It <laughs> could be. Um, That's because this is, we know this is a limited series, right? I think we're going to see him healing and I think he got his ass beat so bad that, you know, it took a physical, a huge physical, um, damage. Didn't, yeah, cost to him. Yeah. And one of the last scenes is going to be Obi-Wan standing up or something like that, recovering, and he's going to be all white because of all the stress. Maybe. That's, my, that's what possible. I'm throwing out there. But I, do, I think it's Vader that's going to think he's he has won, and that's the whole idea of last I left you. Exactly. I think he's going to be so so seriously wounded that Vader thinks he's dead. And he's going to leave him there like like he was left for dead. Exactly. And, and well, he's going to come out of there. Yeah. Yes. And I think, and again, this is just me guessing. I don't have any insider information. No, I haven't read I. any spoilers. Yep. Um, I think 
Owen and Beru are going to be aware of the fact that he was hurt and almost died. And that's why they're going to tell him, uh, we know you live in that cave looking over our house. You need to get the fuck out of here. Right. And that's why he moves to the Dune Sea. But he builds a nice, cool little place. Right now, it looks like he's living in a cave. Yeah. That can't, that, that can't be comfortable. No. How did he get, like, you know, the box with uh, Anakin's lightsaber? Like right. all the shit that's at his house. Like, you know, how's he getting his Netflix if he doesn't have a little little house? He bought a storage unit. <laughs> I love how like, <laughs> they have all this technology, but they can't they can't uh digitally send people credits. Like, you know well, right. Or, fucking Han um, okay. Solo had to go all the way back to Jabba to give him the credits once he had the reward. He couldn't just like digitally send him a credit. Couldn't then mom. No no crypto, nothing yet. Well and let me throw <laughs> this out there if I could. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Star Wars. Yes, I have complaints about many things, but for the for most part, I love Star Wars. But if you're hiding from the Empire, change your name from Obi Wan Kenobi to just Ben Kenobi with the same last name is not hiding. We don't know how many Kenobis there are around the world. Look how many Smiths there are. Look how many you know uh, (laughs) Patels there are. When you that's know a popular J- what Vietnamese yeah. name? Yeah, you don't yeah. Know. Toyota. Uh, yes, it's not Owen. It's yeah. Owen Lars. He didn't like you know took the kid and he could have just called him Luke Lars, but no, no, they kept it Skywalker. Yeah, that's that's another thing too. I hate your kid very well. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how many Skywalkers are there? I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of problems, you know, stuff like that. Uh, anyway, looking for Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, well, we don't know anyone like him, but this is Ben Kenobi. No, it's probably not him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it, it, like any other sci-fi, you have to suspend disbelief at different levels. You do. But um, it looks like there's secret places that go. They go to like this place in Hong Kong. Now I was wondering if if it's possible because we know Andor is coming out. Andor would be roughly twenty if he was. Th- if you go by his actor's name, age, I guess in his thirties, thirty six, thirty seven, when Rogue One came out at the time, ten years, he'd be like twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Could have Cassian Andor in this, digitalized, Could. younger, like as an informant that calls. I don't know. That gets to Obi Wan. I don't know. Who knows? I think they'd be cool. But let's ask the question. And you know Disney did this on purpose. There's a scene in the alleyway when we've got the new Inquisitor at one end. She's on the right end. And there's someone standing in front of her with a pistol. Yeah, the, the Han Solo looking. The little Han Solo skill. Now, yeah. But now also, we also see an Imperial officer of some sort in dark gray walking. And she has a similar type pistol. So is that just her or, you know... I've heard, you know, I've seen rumors, but, you know, people think everyone's going to be in everything. Do you think we're going to see Han Solo in this? No. Yeah, you don't think so? No, I don't want to. There is an interesting shot of two escape pods. I don't know if that's, uh, if you saw that or not. It's like so quick. It's like a minute and 17 in, into it. Oh, yeah, and it lasts like two seconds. I yeah. got to believe. I mean, again, we're seeing the Inquisitors. 
So I have to believe we're going to see them in action hunting down Jedi, even if you brief have to. scenes. You have to show how badass they are, right? You, ha- you have right. to set up how skilled they are. And I got to believe there's some ship and those are those pods are different Jedi trying to get away and they're going to kill. Yeah. That or it's you know, is one Yoda and one Ben going to the, each planet. <laughs> I mean, right? I would assume we'd see Qui-Gon in this. So I would assume we might see Yoda. I mean, why wouldn't they talk, at least mentally? Unless, because remember, at the end of Return of the, or Revenge of the Sith, is what I meant to say. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda says, hey, Obi-Wan, i got to talk to you. Uh, I've got this new way. Right, to commune. Right. But we never see any more than that, just right. he makes that reference. So right. I'm wondering, now we haven't heard Liam Neeson's in this, have we? Uh, well, there's rumors that he is, but he, well, yeah, he, he denies it. He, he said, you know, why ask an actor? They're going to, they have to lie anyway. So why even ask him? Well, I mean, Andrew Griffith didn't lie to us for months. Right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. And Liam Neeson, I think when he was asked about this, he goes, oh, I, I didn't even know there was a Star Wars or bringing that. You know, he had, he played like so oblivious that like, is that a thing? What? Well, like, to be fair, was, he is really busy making sea level action. But to, to be fair, it's like, it's so oddly off that it's like, well, that's a really good lie. Like he could have said, right. yeah, I've heard they were shooting that, but no, they haven't contacted me. Like that's why, but like saying like, is Star Wars still around? Like that's a dumb fucking thing to say. <laughs> oh, they still make those things? Yeah. I don't know, you know. Um. So anyways, we get the last part of the trailer. So we got those two escape pods. We see some red lightsabers. You don't see Obi-Wan hit any kind of lightsaber action. We will. Well, of course we will, right? We have to. But just seeing you, McGregor, in this, like, it, it, it's enough to get me jazzed about it. And it's not, it's still two months away, you know? Right. So, I wonder I have, how much they're going to get into the preview. Like, how much are they going to give us? They're going to keep pumping this, pumping this until. I think we get one more trailer. That's it? Well, and then they'll do some short shots where they just they show us mostly stuff we've seen before. Well, they're going to give us something one more like, second. They're going to give us something with Darth Vader because people like us, we're going to watch this show. But the the normies that just you know, they're going to eventually show a preview with Darth Vader in it because that's going to get people to sign up that aren't even normal. Oh my god, a Darth Vader show! Like they're like, you know what I mean? They're going to show. Right. Well, I hundred percent agree with you because. Darth Vader already appeared in the EW first look. Yeah. It so looked, it looked, it was very much the same shot, kind of like an Empire Strikes Back look. Yes. So we know, it's, I mean, obviously it's been shot. He's, it's in the, it's in the show, but right. yes, I agree. The next trailer will probably see Vader. Yeah. I don't know if they'll, do you think we're going to get flashbacks with him and, and Anakin and Kenobi like fighting somewhere else, showing us something? We get that Hayden Christensen Sands. Vader mask, other than maybe coming on and off in the chamber or something, but like like him is actually Anakin. Mm, no, no. I'm gonna go with no. I have no reason. I have nothing to base that on. Other than and I don't mean a flashback, as in like uh, a scene cut from <laughs> Return of the Sith, cut into the show. I'm talking right, about right. A, a whole new scenario. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want one. Maybe that's why I'm saying no. But then again, why would you come back? I mean, I'm sure we'll see him out of the mask 
and deformed, but what I don't see the appeal being Hayden Christian other than money. Right. To come back if you weren't allowed to be you for at least a little bit. Right. So all that said, I don't want it, so I say no, but it's probably going to happen. Well, <laughs> if if Kenobi gets into a back-to-tank, then yeah, there'll be a flashback. flashback. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because that's like the new thing. Right? A flashback to... A flashback to... We got to get the... That's that's new continuity. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed it all. I have one qualm, really. Mm-hmm. And it's a weak qualm because I didn't watch Rebels. I'm aware of who the Inquisitors are, but I didn't watch them and see them on the show. But, and maybe I'm commenting more as a normie on this point, just it's because fine. I haven't Fair. seen them before. Yep. But their uniforms are a little bit too Vader-esque for my liking. They're very much Empire uh, clothing. Um, but, well, if you look at the, the Grand Inquisitor, he basically has uh, just Empire uniform. There's no breathing thing on it. It's just a light. and Yeah, but it's like this hard shell armor, it looks like, and a red light. What are the, what's the point of the red lights everywhere? I don't know. Shows they're on? I don't know. Like, at least with Vader, I get it because, you know, like they've even referenced in the Star Wars movies, he's more machine than man at that point. Right. You know, he's got all that on because that's what keeps him alive. He's He's a cyborg. What's amazing is this trailer has gotten 8,101,814 views in a day. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Well, we've beat this to death. I'm looking forward to it. Um, if you're, if, if you want to learn more about Obi-Wan, I, I urge you to watch the Clone Wars because it really gets into the Obi-Wan Anakin. Uh, it kind of fills in a lot of gaps between Clone Wars and Re- Revenge, Return of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Um, and it really helps solidify their story. And I urge you to watch uh, Clone Wars before Kenobi comes out and definitely watch Rebels um, if you can. I think it's, it's there's not much uh, Obi-Wan in Rebels, but there is some significant episodes with, there is a significant episode with Obi-Wan that's amazing. Um and it kind of ties into the show a little bit or around the same time frame. Uh, so, yeah, I would do that. All right. Anything we're missing on, on Obi-Wan? I think we've, we've, we've went through it more than I thought we would. But uh, no, just, just to say that the trailer did its job. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was excited before. Uh, maybe that's your level of excitement because I think Obi-Wan's one of your favorites. He is, yeah. But after seeing the trailer... I am in full 100% geek fanboy mode. We'll see. I'm I'm hoping that it's good. I have I think Deborah Chow is great. You've I got your fear. Good. You've got your fear. Yeah, I'll watch the first all of them with fear, <laughs> then I'll go back and watch them again. Uh, it has to do well though, right? Like Star Wars is in a it's just in a funny spot. There's no movies coming out. Like I said before. I hope it does well, but yes. I'd like to see this one hit it out of the park. Yeah, it'll be great. And you McGregor can he can act, so he's going to be fine. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode. Uh, Michael, let people know how they can tell us their thoughts on Picard and Obi-Wan, what they want to see, what they don't want to see. Uh, how can they get a hold of us? If you want to share your opinion with Joe and I, please feel free to do so at Twitter or Instagram. You can find us at Kybercast. 
You can also find us on Facebook. We have both a page and a group at the Kybercast. And if you would like to help out the show, go to patreon.com slash kybercast and you can give a small donation there. Or better yet, smash that subscribe button, hook up to our show. You'll never not know that a show has been released if you subscribe. And that really helps out the show or leave a review, preferably one that's pretty good. But if not, you know, leave a review that helps the show out as well. Tell a friend. Uh, they can find us on pretty much every podcasting system that's out there. So send them their way to our show or send them to our website, kybercast.com, which all of our shows you can listen to there streaming via SoundCloud. Uh, it's all each post has the episode in it, or they can check out kybercast.com slash shop for any cool swag. Uh, so next week, I assume there's going to be a lot less news for Kenobi, but there'll be Picard episode two and whatever else pops up this uh, for, during the week. Uh, Michael, any last words? Did I miss anything? Uh, fuck you, Barry. Oh, wow. You went there. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you all. <laughs> we'll see you all or listen to you all next week. This is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.